0: took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. It's
1: time,
0: it's Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. It's more than important, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. <laughs> DDP Yoga can work for anyone. Bang!
1: DDP. 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 Radio
2: Hello, my fellow GDPO, the Warriors. What is happening? It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. here in the US of A, and it's different where Hayden is, different where Crystal is, I think. But we're all over the place. GDP Radio is international, the brand new, all new. DDP Radio, right here at ddpradio.com. We are going to have a hell of a show tonight, going to have a lot of fun. We're going to do some good in the process, and uh, it's going to be a great show Four people that I genuinely enjoy talking to, and, uh, of course, myself included. That's my favorite. Um, But it's going to be a fun (laughs) show tonight. Um, And I'm going to bring her on first because she's our uh, our brand-new member, and, of course, ladies first. And I figured because we gave Hayden a theme song on the show, as you guys know, And I think it was only fair to be able to give Crystal her own interest, too. So I'm thinking, due to her, her Canadian roots, I will play the, her the Canadian national anthem. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there you go. Uh, there's, that is there's nothing so awesome. more Canadian than Rush the so, uh, <laughs> Our friend from uh, up north, uh, Crystal, there's your uh, there's your new theme song. Oh, no, uh, thank course, you so much. This is, this is your second week on the show, and uh, did you have fun last week?
0: I had a blast. I had so much fun. All right. I didn't realize we that you guys had cornered the market me. on fun.
2: Uh, come see me in about a month. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... Of course, uh, we have to bring in the man himself. It is like a, a billion o'clock where he is right now. Um, he's, uh, he's been working hard all day, doing, doing all kinds of hard work, uh, checking out people's videos and stuff. So I'm going to bring him on in the most glorious fashion. Of course, you know who he is, the UK Thunder God himself. Glorious.
1: no, I won't give in, I won't give in
2: Mr. Hayden Walden, well, how are you, brother?
3: I'm doing good, man. I'm awake. I'm alive, feeling <laughs> right, feeling good. How are you guys doing?
0: Good, thank you. Uh,
2: wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Can't complain.
3: Life well, is um, good. Can I, and... uh, can I just say, I like... The crystal's theme, I do think you should have gone for Spirit of Radio, though. It kind of links, you know.
0: Yeah, I was oh. thinking it would have been the hip, but really, is
3: awesome. <laughs> uh, we'll
2: we'll we'll put it up to uh, to interpretation. I guess Crystal should have some <laughs> kind of say in her uh, her theme music, nah. but uh, I'm we'll, good. we'll work on it. We'll fine tune it. Uh, okay. But I'm really excited. First of all, I want to put this out at the front of the show because uh, with the new changes with DDP Radio, there's new people in this show that have new jobs and new uh, responsibilities. And Hayden is now the go-to guy to get your questions in on the show via email. And there's a brand-new link mm-hmm. uh, that Crystal had taken care of at TeamDDPYoga.com uh, where you can send your questions just by clicking on that link. Or, Hayden, they can email you. Want to let them know how to do that?
3: Yeah. You can email me at my DDPYoga email address, which is just Hayden, H-A-Y-D-N, at DDPYoga.com. Just send them all through, and uh, we'll try and answer them as quickly as we can on the next show.
2: Yes, and, and any Nigerian prince uh, get rich quick uh, emails you <laughs> can send his way too. <laughs> yeah, please, speakers um, actually
3: quite like responding to those. They're funny.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, you you to forward <laughs> those to me. That would be interesting. I will. Um, <laughs> we have a really fun show tonight, and and this guy's been around kicking around the community for quite a while. And I'm just going to bring him on right away. Skip all the jibba jabba. Um, you know him uh, from the DDP Yoga community. He's been hanging around for a long time. He's uh, really involved in the community. He's done really well. His journey has taken him a lot of different places, and you may have seen him recently. Uh, has been promoting his. Uh, he's doing a really cool fundraiser. Um, he's a musician, and not just like a musician. He's actually a talented musician. You know, I could bang on a guitar for a couple hours and call myself a musician, but he's actually legitimately really good, and he's got a great uh, thing going on to, to honor the past of his mother. Um, he wanted to do something really cool, and I don't think there's anything more cool than this, uh, and the sacrifice he's making of his hair is, is like sacrilege to someone with a the, with the hairline of myself. But uh, when you think of the opportunity that he's going to give someone else for that, uh, it's really cool. So I'm going to bring him on right now and talk to us. You know him as uh, Eric Turner, but I know him as E.T. from Chattanooga, Tennessee. What's up, brother? What's up, y'all? How are you?
0: Hi, Eric.
4: Hey, Eric. How you doing, man? I'm good this evening.
2: Good, you're good. Uh, well, we're, we're really glad you came on. And if you've never seen Eric Turner, I described him in my promotional video as a red-haired Willie Nelson younger, but he's got that vibe to him. Just, like, cool, man. Like, I was saying in that video, I try so hard to be cool, and it comes across as me trying so hard to be cool. But you're just a laid-back guy, man. And uh, I always dig your uh, your comments on Facebook and your stuff you put out there. And if there was uh, anyone I'd probably enjoy hanging out with, it would be the four of you guys. So I'm glad to be here uh,
4: with the three oh. of you guys tonight. So. And thank you so much for the kind words. (laughs) Just
0: so sweet, Mike. (laughs) It's appreciated. Yeah. Aw, thanks, Mike. Uh, But
4: I I swear uh, to you, I am not that cool. And if I was, (laughs)
2: then then I wouldn't own it. Yeah, it's that vibe, though. You've got that kind of low key, like, chill vibe. Like, nothing can get to you. Just like, I like, I try to be cool and I knock shit over and I'm tripping over myself (laughs) and my (laughs) pants are half (laughs) down. And, like, uh, my be trying to be cool ends up exposing the fact that I'm not cool, like, way more than I never <laughs> would have beforehand. So, right, but, right.
4: Well, I've always been awkward myself, man, so you're in good health. I just, I you know, just over the this. years, because I guess I've learned how to play it, you know.
2: <laughs> well, I guess when you get a guitar in your hand and, and hate it with the drums, there's something about the musicians that, like, there's this kind of uh, chill cockiness to them, like, they know they got what it takes. They know they got the goods, but they're not going to go out there and say it. You just feel it, like the drums or the guitars or something about musicians. They just got a different vibe to it.
3: Oh, oh yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're we're a slightly different, unique breed. Yes. I'll own I'll, that.
2: <laughs>
1: unique. <laughs> I
4: like it.
2: Uh, you do what well, I mean. First of all, let's, let's just put let's just put this right out there. Um, you've been playing the guitar and you're a singer songwriter for a long time. You've played in different outfits over there um, in Tennessee and beyond. And I've heard some of your stuff and was really quite impressed. And it's really cool because there's so many different members of Team D Yoga that bring different skill sets to the table. Like we have a lot of talented people um, in the crew, and, and you're absolutely one of them. And the thing about this is so many great people are putting their, their challenge to use, you know, helping each other out. And I want to talk to you, just give me the backstory of, of what you're doing, first of all, and we'll, we'll plug the date and stuff like that. But I want to explain uh, what, you, what you're going to be doing, the reasoning behind it, and, and the whole concept of the idea coming up. Okay.
4: Well, um, I guess it, it really started, I mean, actually, you know, I just uh, basically realized that four years ago tomorrow, will be the anniversary of my mom's passing. And I don't know, in the midst of all that chaos, um, I I guess I was just, I was just racking my brain or, you know, uh, I think it's impossible to not have regrets and things you wish you'd done or done better or whatever. But I was just kept thinking, you know, what, what can I do to make her proud? I've got to make her proud, you know? Um, And I, I, grown my hair out once before and cut it all off and I never had the patience to grow it back out again. So I guess it kind of came in my head well, I'm going to grow my hair out and donate it. And, you know, at that time it was, a, it, you
1: know, it was
4: it was like a soul. I, I needed something like that for my soul, you know. I mean, it was just part of my grief process, I guess. So anyhow, um, fast forward four years and about six months ago I started pretty much getting you know the feeling that i was ready to cut it and um i i try to call you know up a, a barber friend of mine or a stylist and it, it was always last minute could never really get in and then whenever they would be like well i have something next monday i was like eh, and then i'd back out of it you know because you know not 100 percent in on cut day i mean it's hard to <laughs> i mean you know it's, it's many uh cons as it has, I I like it, man, it's part of me, you know. Um
1: right. yep. but
4: anyway so I um I did a lot of research, found um you know, a couple of different um places that take care and make wigs and have a really good reputation of doing what they say they're gonna do with it and they also give their wigs away for free. Um The first one I found was uh, they give their wigs away to women. I believe it is only, but that's Pantene. And then who I chose is wigs for kids, and they only give wigs to kids, and they give all their wigs away free. And um, I don't know many people, uh, you know, that have had to deal with uh, anyone in their families uh, dealing with pediatric cancer, but it's I mean it's a whole different set of rules and a whole different ball game than an adult, you know. Um, and then basically uh, saw a little commercial of, uh, um somebody in another band, his daughter is a survivor and uh, then down in Atlanta they come up with this little thing, well I don't know if they came up with it down there, but they were doing this little thing where you each kid would bring a dollar to school and donate a dollar and if you donated the dollar you would be able to wear your hat. And I saw I saw that video, and I was getting emotional just thinking about it, you know. But I, I was like, well, that kind of seals the deal. Um, I'm definitely going to do all this for kids, you know. Um, so I, I picked wigs, wigs for kids for the hair and basically decided, you know, I made a call again. Uh, of course, I couldn't get something for a couple of days, chickened out again. And just through circumstance I happen to be offered um my own show where there's no you know, I'm I play two sets, there's no opener, I'm you know, it's just me unfortunately, you know. But um where uh I it just I it hit me right away, you know, if I say that I'm gonna cut my hair on stage there's no way to back out of it. So, and then from there, it was pretty easy to put everything together. I mean, like, you know, people are willing to help for for this kind of cause. And so through that, I decided to, um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the uh, Instagram account or Facebook page, uh, Humans of New York. Uh, Yes. The guy does truly amazing Uh work, and he um, recently did a, a series on pediatric cancer, and I, I mean, just heartbreaking and such inspiring stories, you know. But the um, cause that it benefited was Memorial Sloan Kettering, and right. their hospital in New York. And their world, you know, their their research is uh, world renowned, you know. So I was like, that's that's who I'm going to try to raise some money for. So up into this un- until <laughs> the show. Um, I'm raising money for that basically through the flyer that I made. It's got a, a little QR code on it. You can scan it, donate, and then of course posting links from different places. But yeah, man, so it's it's turned into an event, you know. And it uh, it's a you know really it's more uh, this is just going to be like an intermission type of thing. And it, the the event be- event isn't really a benefit per se, you know. Um, it's it's just going to be you know. Uh, come and have a good time, and uh, hear some good music, and watch me probably get emotional, <laughs> get my hair chopped off, you know. <laughs> but uh, it's time, and everything, you know, everything just kind of fell together, you know, like all all really cool things do, you know. It's it's not me putting it together; it just kind of happens, you know, and it's guided by whatever. So, uh, yeah. So I'm just I'm just happy to be doing it, man. And I'm about a week and a
2: half out. So. Wow, yeah, that's the, awesome. the date is yeah, that's
3: really The date good. Is
2: September twenty
3: uh, third. September
2: twenty third, ten p.m. at the uh, Tremont Tavern. Um, I don't see a, 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 a Is that in uh? Where is that? What state is that? Yeah, it's is that? Chattanooga. It's Chattanooga, man. And Chattanooga. I, you know, I there.
4: I did not have enough forethought on a couple of things on that flyer, but you know, like I say, live and learn. You know, next time I'll even put a website on there. <laughs> you know, but it's all good. <laughs> it's it's good. Like, it's mainly, you know. It, it was uh, the biggest, that flyer, uh, getting the picture made and everything was pretty much the biggest ordeal about putting the whole thing together. It, it turned out exactly like everybody had planned. Uh, so, you know, shooting that picture was a big deal uh, to me. Uh, uh, it turned out way better than I could. I've got an awesome photographer, uh, Mark uh, Cocker. He, um, Coker. He's an MK Photography. He and he—he's—you he's, he probably uh, uh, if you've seen any of the uh, DDP other posts, shots that that look uh, professionally done, that I've posted, it—he's the cat that's taking. He's a really cool guy, so uh, I appreciate Very his nice. part in all this too. Eric, do you have
0: a GoFundMe page set up?
4: Well, no, actually, and I'm glad you asked that. Uh, it's actually not a GoFundMe page. I wanted, The reason I chose Memorial Sloan Catering is because I wanted the money not to go through me or right. or Tremont or anything else. I wanted it to go directly somewhere where that way anybody could feel comfortable donating it you know, if they wanted to. So it is actually a page that is set up through Memorial Sloan Catering. Um, and they they collect the donations and they distribute it. And when you set the page up, you you know can specify that you want it to go to pediatric cancer research. So um, and they 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 specialize. In, I mean they they are a cancer research facility. And they do right. But, you know, like I said, you know, I, want, I kind of figured the focus, you know, can always be on kids. You
0: know. Yeah.
2: It's such an amazing. I mean, all of us, every single one of us, I'm sure has has been affected by cancer at some point. But there's something yep. that changes in you inside of you when you go into one of those kids' wards and and you know see those kids going through that. I mean, it's it's really it's really in, inspiring because you know first first of all you realize how how much of a, a, a not. <laughs> Uh, you know i i'm complaining about the most minuscule things and these kids are fighting for their lives and they have no choice but to fight and they're so young and so little and they they appreciate everything so much and you really get a, a grasp of how lucky you are and how ridiculous you sound for complaining about the minuscule things um but yeah. but these wigs and this company in particular which i i've actually uh looked up myself on, on some things they they really do a good service to these kids and take care of them and their one goal is to is to better lives for the kids you know there's no there's no wishy-washy about it you know they're there for the kids and they really do a great work
0: that's amazing yeah
2: yeah
4: and they, and and it, also you know they uh there there's a lot of there's a lot of places out there that take care donation yeah but, uh, i I would urge anybody who's thinking about doing this to do a lot of research because I mean you know it's hair, and it's you know for what it for what what I'm doing with it, it's a beautiful thing. My hair is going to be on hundreds of kids that you know that, that's a baby uh, but it's uh there's still scumbags out there trying to make a dollar off of stuff, and you've got to be really yep. careful and do your research so
0: yeah, yeah, so how much hair are and, you cutting off, Eric?
4: Uh, the requirement is twelve inches, so that's another reason I've waited so long to do it because I, I actually want to have some left to where I won't get frustrated and shave it off before I can grow it out again. Uh, you know, and, and like I said, this is sort of like a, an accomplishment for me because sure, it yeah. was, especially in the beginning, man, it was an exercise in patience. You know, I wore a bandana for like a year and a half, but I felt like I looked very uncool. <laughs> You know, but I really didn't care. I just didn't want my hair poked in my eyes, itching my face and everything.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, as a f- Go ahead. As someone who's had cancer, I can say to you, you are the coolest person I know. Thank you. Oh, uh,
4: yeah. um, that touches my heart. I appreciate that.
0: You know what? What you're doing is amazing, and I'm so very proud of you.
4: Yeah, well, I'm proud of you, too, surviving that.
0: You know, it's...
4: It's an, it's an ordeal, it really is. And, it, you know, going back to the kids, man, that's the thing is, you know, as adults, we, we sort of, I guess, learn how to deal with situations and pain and, uh, you know, sickness, and you know, to a degree and everything. Yeah. But, man, seeing these kids just, you know, they, they don't even, they know hardly anything about the world, you know, and they're going through stuff that, you know, I, I, I hope I never have to go through it. And if I did, I hope I'd be strong enough to come out the other side. Uh, but, man, just, just thinking about the prospect. Yeah. So good for you. Way to go, you.
0: <laughs> Way to go, you. That's amazing. Thank you. That's amazing. And, 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 I'm very happy.
2: We're going to hit this real quick one more time before the end of the show, but I just want to put it over uh, one more time. The Tremont Tavern, Chattanooga, Tennessee, September 23rd, 10 p.m. It's a good cause. Chattanooga is a, t- a cool city anyway, so if you get to drive a little bit, there's plenty to do down there. Uh, it's a cool area. So so definitely – and Eric Turner has – he has great taste in music too because, like legitimately, I'm not even joking, like whenever <laughs> I click on, on, on an artist page that I like, like if I ever click and, you know, you like the artist Facebook page – Every single artist I go to click on that I like is Eric Turner likes this. I'm like, "All right." <laughs> and then uh, my, my guilty pleasures I only follow. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so it's it's going to be a fun time. But but before we uh we're going to get back to this and put it over one more time at the end of the show, but I want to talk about your journey for a little bit because you've been around here for a while now. I don't remember where I first became aware um, of, of you around here, but you've been, you know, part of the community, and, and not just a part of the community, but a, you know, cornerstone. A lot of people, you know, rely on you for, for inspiration, and you, vice versa. When did you first get hooked up with DDP Yoga?
4: Well, uh, so I, a little over three years ago, and so either June or July, twenty seventh, twenty seventh is always my anniversary. I, I, I set it on my calendar and had it repeat in to infinity you know um, but yeah that's that's when I started and I guess basically long story short um, I bought the DVDs really without I I definitely had because of losing uh, my mom had a uh, in my head that I wanted to start taking care of myself because I had high cholesterol you know some of the other markers that she had um, so I was like I okay, got you know and, of course, you know, I just sit around and do nothing for a long time. And then I saw what uh, DDP was doing with Jake. And, you know, grow, growing up watching wrestling, that was that was uh, my heyday where I, you know, when I knew everything about everybody and all that. You know, it was Saturday mornings, Friday nights. Um, I had an uncle who was a professional wrestler. Um, you know, so those those were the guys, you know, Jake, Sturgeon, um, Scott, uh, just at Dusty Rhodes. You know, I mean, Dusty Rhodes is probably uh, probably my favorite wrestler of all time. I guess you know. Uh, but anyhow, back to Jake was uh, suffering from what I suffered from. That's alcoholism, and uh, I uh, I am fully behind anybody who. Um, it, it's just hard, man, to be the last person to. Uh, to have faith in somebody, you know, and it's, uh, it, we, as al- alcoholics and addicts, we do a lot to destroy trust and everything, so, man, it's just so, it, it it's just such an amazing story what happened. So, uh, I just said, well, I'm supporting this. So, I bought the DVDs um, and put it in, figured out that I liked it, figured out then that it worked, and then started getting stronger. Uh, ended up, I got to a point where, I basically was either going to quit smoking cigarettes or I was not going to be able to make any more progress with my cardio. Uh, I mean, they ended up making a CBS uh, YouTube commercial um, about me quitting smoking and and DDP yoga was a huge part of it because I quit a bunch of times. This time was a little different all the way around. Uh, So yeah, quit smoking. Decided I was going to get certified And I basically decided to do that Because I uh, I quit high school I went straight to work I got my GED Never went to college So You know I've never really I've done You know I've had jobs I've had titles But I've never really Done something Important That's going to stick with you And finished it So I was like You know I'm going to do this And I discovered that I love teaching Um and got certified, and then proceeded to get certified as a personal trainer, uh, lifestyle wellness coach, life coach. Um, so yeah, it just kind of snowballed into, um, you know, just. I think in the end, what what it's designed to do is you turn around and you help others, and like so many other things. Um, it that just kind of works, you know, when, whenever yeah. something is centered around. Amen.
3: Yeah, definitely. How long um, how long has it been since you uh, gave up smoking, Eric? I,
4: since I was what?
3: How long has it been since you gave up smoking? Because I'm also an expert oh, as well. Uh, so. Yeah, so uh,
4: in October, it'll be three. Maybe I've been doing DVC or four years. God, man. My brain is <laughs> old. Uh, uh. So it's been two years. It's been two years at least. <laughs> it may be three, but I think it's only been two. Uh, it's like, quit smoking that's October awesome. the 7th? I remember the day.
3: <laughs> really?
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, awesome. it
4: was, and it it was, you know, I I knew that uh, in my heart that I was really going to do everything no matter what. And mm-hmm. that DDP yoga, doing it, you know, on the days that I didn't want to kind of gave me, you know, uh, a little bit of the. Uh, I don't know, like a game plan going in. You know, it's like, you know, Sunday's going to suck. You know, all I got to do is not go to the store and buy cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) I can (laughs) absolutely
3: understand that, man. really can.
4: Yeah, and (laughs) I tell you, a lot of it hinged on, um, I read a book called The Easy Way to Quit Smoking. And it's an old book. I think it was written in, like, 1980. Well, not that that's old, but you you know what I'm saying. It's an older book, <laughs> but it's uh, it's been around a, for a long time. And it, it just yep. gives you kind of a – it's kind of repetitive, but for a reason. By the time you get through reading it, you have a different perspective on, you know, uh, why, how you can quit smoking and quit for good, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: So, Yeah. Yeah, uh, awesome. no more cigarettes, man. And I, I don't think, I really don't think I'll ever pick it up again. You know, I really don't. I can't imagine yep. why.
3: <laughs> no, I'm I'm in a very similar position. It comes up in conversation quite a few times between some old friends when, you know, they say, I can't believe you used to smoke like you did. And then they say, well, the thought of smoking nowadays kind of makes me think, how would I get through the workouts that I do? How would I get through right. the classes that I You know?
1: Right. Yeah.
3: It's just... It's not going to happen. So it was probably the hardest thing second to sugar that I've ever given up. But, it was the oh hardest yeah. thing
0: I ever yeah. did, too.
3: Yep.
2: How long have you guys all been smoke-free? Uh, Hayden and Crystal, I, I heard uh, Eric. 16 uh, years
0: for me.
3: It's been about three for me, I think. Yeah, about three. Wow.
2: Uh,
1: it's, um, I had a really
2: it's, the landscape, like the the smoking landscape, has changed vastly only in the past like five years. Just so many mm. people getting off of it. But I mean, addiction is a bitch, no matter like where you. I mean, we talk about you know mm. the Jake addiction and stuff, and, and and honestly, you know, obviously we have a huge heroin epidemic here in the U.S. right now, and I yeah. think the biggest detriment to to uh, the the addiction problem we have in the, in this country is the way we view addiction and the way we treat it, and I think that. And that needs to be hugely overhauled and with the Jake yeah, we need all these
4: the- lawmakers to watch the the documentary man because the only way yeah. to treat addicts is to do exactly what happened with Jake i mean it's it's i it, it's not the only way but it is the only way that has worked for millions of people you know yeah. and it, and that's for somebody to 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 love you until you can give a shit about yourself but at the same time, not not take any of your crap, you know, not not yeah. buy into the BS and enable you, you know. But now, it's, you know, it's just easier to lock people up, you know. You know, it, it costs less money, you know, but, mm-hmm. man, I tell you what, the people that come out of addiction on the other side are, uh, you know, I believe, you know, that I went through all that to prepare me, you know. It, it's, it's part of who I am that made me who I am, and it's mm-hmm. made me want to help, you know, I I feel yeah. like I'm a helper person, you know. It, it, now, you when, really you are. You know, when you're, you're a voice for that. Yeah. yeah when, you, when you're in addiction, you're just a taker, you know. Right. I mean, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, when you it, come through the other it, side
3: yeah. of anything, you're a stronger, more understanding person anyway.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, experience. I think that was the biggest takeaway. Awesome.
2: I yep. think that was the biggest takeaway from the documentary is is the whole tagline is uh um you know it, 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 the, 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 believing in somebody um the, was, I can't remember what the, what the tagline was but um was, you, never under- underestimate the power. you never underestimate the power you give someone by believing in them and that's yeah, why so yeah. many people uh you know uh, uh, you know are beaten by this because we look upon this and, and trust me uh, you know addicts Have a history of completely betraying people over and over again, so it's kind of hard to extend that branch. And I think the pivotal part. I was going to say, I think the pivotal part in that movie was when Jake relapsed the first time there, and he'd been sober for 100 something days. And most people would look at that like you blew your sobriety, you blew it. But Dallas went to Jake and said, you know, you're 120-something days in one. You pick it up tomorrow, you're going to be 122 days in one. That ability to carry on, it was such a a point of view that's like, this isn't blown because I I relapse. I don't start from the beginning. I pick things up tomorrow, you know? That's
0: right. Yeah. That's right.
2: Yeah. And And
0: we all know that Dallas says the exact same thing, never give up. Yeah. Yeah. You, You can't give up on this. Right? Yeah, the, you didn't get it, it, where it, you are in one day. It took consistent effort to get you wherever you were. So, yeah, <laughs> you can't give up. No. That's yeah, right.
4: he's a, he's an inspiration, man. And it's again, you know, and he he may not feel this way, but I would almost bet 100% that one day he will that, you know, I'm I'm you know, I'm I'm not thankful for the things that I did to other people, but I'm thankful that I went through the stuff that I went through to learn what i learned you know and uh yeah you know it's, it's definitely made me a much more compassionate person and then and then even more so you know building on top of my sobriety coming into the ddp yoga family you know and then uh um, getting in touch with all the positivity you know just just being around dallas you know i mean <laughs> it's it's in, it's infectious you know he can stand there and not say a word and empower you you know and uh You know, it's kind of like, you know, I was like, well, how would I do something like that, you know? And that's what's gotten me into the latest, like, uh, life coaching stuff, you know? And, and again, that goes back to, you know, I I didn't really ever pay any attention to Tony Robbins until DDP brought him up. And I started doing some looking into that, you know? And and there's something about, you know, all the stuff that DDP repeats over and over again.
1: There's a reason
4: he says that stuff over and over again. There's a reason... When you hear things anywhere in the world, if they're cliche, there's a reason, (laughs) you know. And if if you just stop and you listen, you know, the never give up, the you know, uh, you know, if you if you fall down, get back up, you know. Um, I mean, I don't know. The positive message is is needed too, you know. And I I I got really angry when my mom died, and uh, you know, it basically took me uh, making an effort to uh, To be a more positive person, a help helpful person, you know. So, you know, if I, am I being helpful with this, you know, or am I, you know, trying to be self serving? I guess, you know. So anyway, I'm getting I get way off track, but uh, yeah, it, oh, no,
2: it's that, a beautiful that's thing. You know, <laughs> that's definitely part of the process. You know, anger. You know, you know. Yeah. That, there's so many different parts of parts of grieving. Whether you're grieving. You know, a loved one, or 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 sickness, or can you know, whatever you're dealing with, there's so it's like such a complex issue that sometimes you can't just slap a file smile on your face every day. But when Mm -hmm. you're around so many people, that I've told people a million times that since I joined the DDP Yoga community, even if I wanted to just completely distance myself from all things positivity, all things DDP Yoga, I couldn't if I tried because I've got such a a base of people that are, are around me that even when I'm trying not to depend on them, they come and find me because they can sense when something's up. And yeah. I think that the DDP Yoga workout itself, and we are just talking about addiction real quick, and I just want to hit this for a second. Uh, the DDP Yoga workout itself and, and the program and the people is a bigger part of the recovery process with Jake and everything as, as much as Dallas's, you know, belief in him and affection and myself, when I was I wrestled for for ten years, my hip was destroyed. I became an addict unknowingly. I never abused medication. I took my medication yeah. as prescribed, but I was on the verge of a hip replacement. And every, I mean, I had to take my pills every four hours, and you don't even realize it because it's being prescribed by a doctor. Until you yeah. realize that when you stop taking them for a little while, things go to hell real quickly. And I yep. made a conscious effort once I realized that they had their hooks in me. And this is with taking them as directed. This isn't abusing them. You can still get your hooks in you. I, yeah. I had to get off them. And the detox process, I tell you what, the main thing that helped me when I was getting off that medication was my DDP yoga workouts. And I have never worked out as much in my life as I was when I was coming off that medication. And yeah. there was something about that that kick the endorphins that I wouldn't feel good ever unless I was on the mat for about five yeah. days. And I credit that with being able to, you know, get off it like that. I made the decision. Once I realized the effects that they were having when I didn't have them, I just, you know, full turkey, just quit it. And that was the main thing that, you know, got me through those days.
4: Yep. Yeah, man. You, you have yeah. to, in, in one way or another, you have to substitute something. You know, and, and really, in the beginning, it doesn't really matter what it is. It's as long right. as you're not
1: <laughs> using, right.
4: you know. And uh, yeah, man, and that's the that's the problem with the epidemic, man. When I worked at a, a, a treatment center, you know, people come in. I'm not a drug addict, but you know, that's it changes your chemistry. It's not a choice, you know. It's just it's it's chemistry. It changes your body chemistry, and you become your body becomes dependent on it. It's not like you know your brain's. Saying, "Oh, screw everybody! I want to get high." You know, it's you know, when you come to it, a lot of people come to the point they want to quit, and then they realize that they're not ready for the consequences of quitting. You know, and some people take this stuff for years and then realize that they need to quit. And it's it's awful, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and, and exercise, man, it man, it's such a big part of it because it releases the it releases the endorphins that the high releases. You know, I mean, it it is a sufficient substitute for a while. You know, support being the ultimate substitute is the only, it's the only sufficient substitute to get through anything. It's having some sort of support. You know,
2: mm-hmm. especially with so many people dealing with chronic pain in this in this community, so many people were brought to this you know program through people who had who had said, "Oh my God, it helped my pain! It helped my pain!" So, you know, a lot of people who who come here are dependent on that. They're in constant agony. And I, yeah, all, yep. I whenever I tell people about DDP yoga and what it did for my pain and stuff, they always look at me like I'm trying to sell them something. And you just wish you could yeah. take them and just, like, say, just yeah. try it, you know? Because it, it really does. It sounds like a Dr. Ra's miracle drug, you know? But it's, like, one of those things that, like, you can't explain until you get someone to go to the mat for two weeks and feel the difference. That's right.
4: Yeah, yeah. Whenever I have a like a new person in class and you know, they come a couple of times and they inevitably are like, Oh man, you know, I noticed my back my back popped and the last time and I hadn't had it hurt this way when I do blah 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 and you know, and then it, it's hard not to oversell it, you know, because you don't want, you know, to for somebody to feel like you are just selling something but you know, it, it's hard not to say. Well, let me run down this list of how awesome this team is. You know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it
1: all it
2: sounds, sounds like. I mean, when I first joined, yes. When, when I first joined uh, Team Deep Yoga, and I got on the phone with Sparky and Robert and everything, everyone was so, you know, you know, was so encouraging and so positive, like. I mean, there's not positive people on the internet. Did I get myself into some weird cult? Because <laughs> you don't you don't, deal, you don't deal with like people who are excited and positive, but there is that that whole kind of you know crossover when you finally get in here, and you know it's it's a mood lifter. I got I don't know. I think she might be listening to this, you know, either tonight or whatever. But uh, Jim and Stacey Cornette got them on DDP Yoga, and Stacy has been posting on on her her Twitter account and her Facebook about the workouts and just what it's done for her mood and how good she feels and stuff. And they're, they're just yeah. you know, especially with the DDP yoga, because I find more than any other workouts. Because I do, I go for walks occasionally, or I'll go on the treadmill or whatever. But with DDP yoga, there's something that opens up inside of you, some kind of blood flow that just is It almost you know, kind of mimics a high, uh-huh. like a drug. It, it's kind yeah. of bizarre to explain. And like I said, people think you're trying to you know, sell them a bill of goods when you tell them about this, but it's is that indescribable, and there's no. Time in my life where I feel better than after I've just gotten off the mat.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah. 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 You when like you figure
4: things. out how to use it, when you figure out how to use it to to accomplish that, you know, and and you can harness it like that, man. Because that's that's one of the things that happened with me, man. I, I mean, just out of the blue one day realize how much, you know, I would start being like, ah, oh, I don't want to do this. I'm depressed. Blah blah blah. And then towards the end, you know, when he's like, push all that negativity out, I'm like, oh, my God, that's exactly what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, it's, you know, and it's wild how, you know, it's, it's you know, the balance, getting the balance in your life doesn't stop with the workout, you know. You, you, nope. I mean, it, you start realizing how much everything is really about that balance, you know.
0: It's amazing oh, yeah. the shift between making something a priority or leaving something as an option. It, it's really a huge difference. When your workouts go from, you know, you only do them occasionally to doing them all the time, and then when you're doing them all the time, you think, ah, oh, I can do another workout. DDP yes. yoga, it has it's better than a cup of coffee.
1: <laughs> I'll agree. It's
2: <laughs> true. Yeah, I, and, I
1: would and you agree end up with that.
0: Wanting to push,
2: you, you end up wanting to push yourself further and further. And, and, and Hayden, I saw a video you posted a few days ago, and every time I click on your video, your that whole uh, wall inverted wall headstand, like you kept nailing it more and more and more. And that's what's so great yeah. is you actually can physically yeah. see from day to day the progress you make. And, and no. First of all, talk talk to us about that real quick, because you've been doing that for, for a few weeks yeah. now, and the progress you made is unbelievable.
3: I, a few weeks is is a complete and utter understatement. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take you back. I'm gonna go right back to the beginning, um, because uh, Eric will sympathise with this. We we started the level one training, you know, and you get the level one video, and one of the first things you notice is you get to the alligator section, and Dallas calls for forearm balance, yeah. and for anyone who's never done it, it's one of those daunting moments in life where you go holy shit, I'm supposed to balance on my (laughs) my forearms with my feet in there. So for a dyspraxic kid who'd never done anything upside down and is scared of being upside down, i just kind of shied away from it for a while. And um, I then saw this guy, um, which is quite ironic that that guy's actually on the show today, but I saw him posting things about doing inversions sometime mid-2014. And uh, he was one of the first guys, Eric was one of the first guys I saw that was doing, like, had headstands and forearm balances and showing his own progress on his page. And I was thinking, if he can do this, surely I can. So I started doing it. And this is, like, now we're getting close to nearly three years ago. And there was no progress. I had a mental block. I couldn't get it. I couldn't understand why I couldn't get it. And I would get frustrated. I would stop. I would walk away from it. I'd just not get on the mat and do it again for months. Then I'd try again. And I'm going to name drop and credit several people because uh, in the retreat in 2015, Liz and Steve Doyle took me to one side and worked with me on it, and I still couldn't get it. When I went to the PC in February, Garrett and Christina took me to one side, (laughs) worked with me on it, and I still couldn't get it. My own wife nailed the four-on balance before I did. Um, so uh, by this point, I've, I've reached the end of my tether. I can't do this. I've given up. That's what I'm telling myself. And then we went to the PC back in July and uh, ended up going around to see Dallas and Brenda. And we were talking about things that we would like to be able to achieve in life. And I mentioned that I want to be able to do a forearm balance and it's something I can't do. And instantly I said the word can't in front of Dallas, which is probably the wrong thing to say. Um, and then he said, well, why can't you do it? That's your problem. You're saying you can't do it. And he just went on. He rolled yeah. them mat out and he said, come on, we're going to do it now. And he demonstrated it, talked me through it. He did the whole... Um, knocking an affirmation into my head, so literally just tapping lightly on my head, telling me I can do this. Yeah. Um, um. By the time I'd sort of done it, about two or three kicks up against the door and actually hit the door with my own foot, he then grabbed my foot and held it there. And that's the first video I posted back in July was him holding my leg, and he lets go, and then I sort of come down gradually. Over time, I think I've practiced it every other day at least, every other day, Um, it was using Laura to push my foot against the wall, and now I don't need Laura to push my foot against the wall. I just need to build the actual balance and strength in the first place to actually keep the legs up there. But it is progressing. I'm now seeing, it's taken three years, I'm now seeing progression. So I guess the phrase is never give up, which we all keep saying, and it it stands true, but, you know, someone out there is going to be able to offer you some advice and help you with these sort of things. And for me, it was actually sitting down with Dallas that actually got me to get the idea. But I've now got the idea that I can pass on to other people. Um, but it all started, like I said, with Eric posting his own inversion videos and me getting jealous at home, thinking, well, if he can do this, so can I. So thank you, Eric.
4: <laughs> oh, man. Man, I, I'm just, I'm I'm, I'm blessed, man. I, I'm, Mm-hmm. Thanks for the kind words. On that. I I don't really know what to say. That's, that's awesome.
3: Yeah, it,
2: but that actually brings us uh, uh, the the personal instruction is such a huge uh, asset, yeah. and both of you guys are actually uh, certified instructors too. Um, and what like mm-hmm. like Hayden, when he actually had Dallas, and you've got someone there putting you through the motions, and and kind of you know. I don't care what you say when you're at home. I don't care how motivated you are. You can eventually convince yourself to have an excuse. But when you're standing there and having someone kind of bring you through it and not accepting your your I can't and pushing you because you're never going to get out of your comfort zone until you get pushed out of your comfort zone. Like that's the sure. idea of the comfort zone. And you know my my first black crow is on video and thanks to the Boston bad boy uh, Chris Gabarino and. I had tried it several times, and like you, Hayden, I had said I couldn't do it. In Dallas, we were upstairs at some some wrestling show that I was driving them all around New England for the weekend, and he told me to do it, and I had these friggin' rock and roll style, like 70s rocker boots, these way too tight ass jeans, like a button down (laughs) shirt, and and, and by button down, I don't mean all the buttons because they were bursting at the seams because I was gargantuan. But I mean, I'm sitting there trying to do this Black Crow, and, you know, I'm just assuming everyone's dying laughing at me because I look ridiculous right now. My pants are about to split. I'm falling over. I'm rolling all over the place. The places mm-hmm. are hanging out of places that shouldn't be hanging out of places. And, you know, Dallas is one of those guys, and, and I didn't get it that day. But in that time, I got the mechanics that when I eventually would get it, that I probably was farther ahead by having him sit there and point me through exactly. what I need to do. And, and,
3: and you guys another interesting link, about man. The just gonna say another interesting link about your video. That's the first video that helped me with my Black Crow. Because of how the Dallas explains that to you. That's the one move that's I
0: crazy. struggle with. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. And it it's so cool because we all come like full
2: circle like this. And I was actually mm-hmm. before I even mentioned that and before you talked about my Black Crow video being that video that kinda of did it for you, I was actually gonna say I was gonna pull both of you guys aside uh, privately after this too. And ask you for some things because I was quite the opposite with my handstand, my my forearm stand. I nailed it from the get-go. I nailed it almost every time from the get-go and I was able to yep. hold it for especially for someone my size, which wasn't really you know a, a, a thing. but I have two reconstructive shoulder surgeries from wrestling. My shoulders are, oh. are junk, and I fell once and I tweaked my shoulder when I did it. And you know the Arthur when he was here a few weeks ago, he said, if you're thinking, you're stinking. and since then, the only thing in my head is rolling over and, and pulling on my shoulder, and I can't get past that mental roadblock, and I, I haven't done it in over a year and a half. I was able to do it no wow. problem, but now I've got that mental block in my head that every time I go to kick up, I just cinch up and, and come back down. So it's, it's well, how's your the, the, the shoulder personal now? Personal instruction. My, my shoulder's much better. I never rehabbed it, which was – I mean, I rehabbed it, but I was – not nearly as much as I should have when I had it done.
1: Yeah.
2: And I, oh, yeah. one of my shoulders got sepsis, Sepsis, and I was really close to dying, so it was a mess. So it never fully Ooh. recovered to the fact that I couldn't put my arms all the way over my head until I started DDP yoga. Yeah. And it, stre- wow. it, it got, gave me the rehab that I eventually needed. But they're good, but just that mindset of, because I tweaked it the last time, and I can't get past that roadblock in my head.
3: Yeah. So. I'd be I'd be looking at going back and kicking up against a wall like I'm still doing.
2: Yeah.
3: That that mm-hmm. would be. I mean, get against a wall and just get the balance. Maybe get a spotter to lift your um, leg or hold your leg if you need it. But yeah, just get up against a wall again. If you've done yeah, it once and, I mean, and you know you can do it, it will come back.
4: Yeah, yeah, and you. I mean, you survived it the first time. You know. I mean, it's not like you know <laughs> it's, it's going to be the end of you if you follow You know, even if you tweak your shoulder. You know what I mean? You
3: make it sound so good, yeah. Eric.
1: Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> but
2: it's one of those things. It, it, I mean, you know, I, I've talked to to everyone on the show privately about some health problems I've been through, and, and I've gained mm-hmm. in the process. And part of me, it, I mean, despite being such a, it, it, you know, I, I'm surprisingly vain for being so, you know, <laughs> self-deprecating, and bringing myself to the starting over point has been hard to me. So I've been trying yeah. to push myself at the level I was and it's ended up hurting me in the long run because I'll we'll have to take fewer d- more days off. But stepping down yeah. has been the hardest part for me. Realising that I need to, you know, start a little bit lower and work my way back to where I was, you know, ego wise has been really hard for me. Yeah.
3: So, oh yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna quote Dallas from again from the level one instructor stuff, but leave your ego at the door. Right. But the ego yep. just get on and do it. The yeah.
0: turtle always wins the race.
3: Yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah and there's you know
4: there's there's many ways to start actually crow is a building is a building point towards uh getting your feet in the air you know i mean mm-hmm. it's, it's a shoulder strengthener it's a it's a core strengthener and it it readies your shoulders for pressing your feet up into the air you know so yep. i mean you know go back to doing crow a lot, you know, and then you know they there's a, there's ways to ease into it, you know, to where, I mean, the main thing is is you want to be able to hold it. And if you fall, you don't want to try to hold yourself up. You want to just – you want to be able to fall, you know. Yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah, man, the, don't let it
2: hold you back, brother.
4: No. <laughs> yeah, and
2: and that's just – that's proof that it is such a mental game, too, and, you, and you've got to get past those sure. mental blocks as – you Know, hated and going upside down, and yeah. you know, you know, look at how we've evolved, and, and that's the point that I need to. You know, I'm, I'm often good at giving advice while at the same time not taking my own, and you know, starting from yeah. those baby steps and building up small increments at a time is, is how you know everything is, is done eventually. Um, but, well, yeah, but my point in all, the, in all this coming back around was that personal instruction that Dallas gave you was such an important. Uh, you know, a function mm. of what we do here, and it's become such a formal, you know, a great tool, and we have instructors all over the place, and I tell people all the time, you haven't you haven't really experienced it until you've been to a live workout, whether it be with Dallas or an yeah. instructor, because you really find out how to channel what this program is about, and Eric and Hayden are both uh, instructors. Uh, Crystal, are you uh, certified or getting no. there? Are or, or you? No, okay. I just didn't want to leave no. you out. Sorry. Um, well, okay. you know, Eric, Eric, you're taking class, you're doing your classes in Chattanooga, right?
4: Yeah, man, I'm a, I'm at a place called Our House Studio or Our House Studio, like we say down here. But um, they, you know, I went through. I, I had a place I was teaching classes at uh, a chiropractor's place, and um, I, you know, I had tried all kinds of gyms, yoga studios, CrossFit yep. studios everywhere y m c a community centers and this girl came in and gave me a chance man and she's you know it's her business and she- you know it's a new business that so we're kind of growing together and so far it's been great you know i mean it's, the classes That's are awesome. are good and awesome. um,
1: mm-hmm.
4: you know i'm a, I'm able to you know help people with personal training and other stuff there as well too, so it's kind of you know again it's one of those things that just kind of fluke happened that we even Uh, cross paths you know and
3: um, how many uh, how many classes are you teaching a week eric i'm teaching two classes a week so i teach on
4: tuesday night uh 7 p.m and saturday mornings at 10 and saturday mornings at 10 are are the biggest class you know and (laughs) it's
1: been
4: i mean it literally got as full as i could as i could get it a couple of weeks ago and, uh, <laughs> and have figured out where to fit like four more people in there so score for that So, uh, <laughs> but yeah man it's it's doing well and it's doing well at a place that you know she yeah. understands what it's about and, uh, yeah. she's an incredibly fit person um, she understands even though I mean she does the
1: classes and everything but
4: even though she's uh, not she is in the group uh, but she's not you know a um, a long-time member of the DDP yoga family, she's, she's what we're about, you know, and I, you know, I'm really proud to be working there and, and to be making progress with her, you know, growing together. So. That's
2: awesome. Brilliant. That's really good. And yeah. We're, uh, we're towards the end here, but I wanted to ask you to real real quick because you, you mentioned that and you mentioned that you you tried to, you know, test out some other places. I don't know if this is, this is the vibe in the community or if it's some people that I've seen, GDP yoga is a hard thing to kind of put on paper and explain. It's something that once people experience it, it that's when you really understand it. Um, and, yeah. and so where are people really fitting in? Is it yoga studios? Is it kind of CrossFit studios? Because it's hard to put a label on that, on what we do here.
4: Man, really, the, the, the people that are fitting in and falling in and everything are the the regular old Joes that, you know, that haven't worked out forever and have back pain and, um, you know, the Janes that are uh, trying to lose a little weight or just uh, wanting to get out and exercise, uh, you know, it's just the average average people up to, you know, CrossFitters coming in, you know. I mean, that's the beauty of the workout, you know, is that once you explain to everybody, you know, as long as you pay attention to these modifications to do them, you know, I'm gonna come over and put a gun to your head and say you have to do this modification <laughs> you know I'm telling you. you know just pay attention to them and you're gonna be doing the same workout as this dude over here who's in his lungs that like oh my god <laughs> you know <laughs> like all the-
2: uh, absolutely and you know w- w- what studios are people getting into are they are they are like when when you when Hayden, when you have a, a guy say I completed my certification I'm getting into this this company here are you finding it more? associated with yoga studios, gyms, or or what?
3: So, um, I mean, over here for me, I'm doing it all in my own sort of venues that I'm hiring. Um, I have worked for gyms. I've worked for yoga studios. I know we've got guys out there that are teaming up with various different people. We've had certain interest from uh, one or two CrossFit places um, looking to try and get us involved and do some stuff over there. I don't know if it's been successful with the guys that were doing that. Um, there are people that get hired to go and teach classes in gyms. I mean, Liz Collins is a prime example. She's employed by a gym yeah. to go and teach DDP yoga, which is awesome. Um, some places are going to just take you on to try you out because, again, they're still finding out what this is all about. Like yeah. I said, it's it's interesting to put DDP yoga on paper.
0: When you go in and do a
3: presentation to someone, you say, I remember my first ever meeting with the gym that I got, my first ever venue, i just got certified, i turned up at this boxing gym around the corner from where I live, and uh, I said to the guy who owned the place, I teach an interesting form of yoga, and he went, okay, what is it? And I'm standing for like 10 minutes babbling about dynamic resistance, and how you do this, and how you do this, and slow burn push-ups, and and he went, do you know what? Just just come and do a class, and and I'll see what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably the easiest selling point is to just, yeah. you know, instead of trying to write it down, go in and say, I teach DDP yoga. If you don't know what it is, I'll come in and give you a free trial session um, for well, you and your and staff you, and see what you think.
4: You know, if it, there's a bunch of videos of DDP going on um, you know, Mm uh, TV shows. And every time he does the same thing, he has the host come over with him, you know, and they do the diamond cutter and he, he makes them press it together. Man, just engaging those quads and glutes and pressing those fingers together and doing two diamond cutters is going to make you start sweating, you know, if you're Mm -hmm. engaging good. And I mean, really, that's what blows people's minds too. But I, I, I have to admit, man, that I, I'm, Watched a bunch of those videos, and I just, you know, when I walk up to people, number one, it's not going to come to you,
1: you and it's no, work.
4: No. And people, it's hard to get people to take you seriously doing anything in this world. You have, to, you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to smack them upside the head with something <laughs> first off the bat, you know. And if you make them sweat while they're standing still, that sticks with them, you know. So I, mm-hmm. I definitely, I, I definitely took from that. But just, you know, I. You know, gyms are, you know, and places like that, that Hayden was saying, you know, are perfect. But,
3: you know, try everywhere.
1: <laughs> you know what
4: I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Don't be frightened I of think going talking to talk that, yoga studios.
2: I think that indefinable is, is kind of, a, you know, a tool that is a good thing because you're not regulated to the yoga studios. You're not just a crossfit studio. You're not just a, you know, you can go everywhere because that's the great thing yeah. of BDP yoga. It's so multifaceted. That it covers so much ground that you're not just boxed into a certain genre. It's a
3: yeah. different kind of monkey. I, I was having exactly this conversation with some clients of mine tonight because they they were asking if it was okay to do other things, and besides do my class, and I said, well, it's not just a standalone workout. There's a, a bunch of us that do it as a standalone workout. But then there's a whole bunch of people that are CrossFitters, or they do Zumba, or they do, they run, they they yeah. lift, they do body pump, they do all the other stuff that's out there and do DDP yoga as an add-on to get their flexibility and their core strength in at the same time, and yeah. injury prevention yeah. while they're going. So yeah, and, try, and it
4: leads you to, I mean, to me for me, DDP yoga led mm-hmm. me to those things like running, um you know, all the you know kayak yep. and all
3: the stuff that I'm into now. Yeah, yep. it's done that okay. for a lot of okay. people. It's it's opened up a lot of doors.
0: Yeah, a gateway workout.
3: Yeah, that's <laughs> yep. a great phrase. <laughs>
0: yep. And before we, we're we're
2: trying to cut little one time here with on the countdown clock, but I want to before we go, I want to put over your show one more time because I think it's amazing what you're doing and. You know, a way to honor your mother and stuff. And and I think one of the biggest, you know, obviously grieving is a process and you're never going to fully get over it, but I think giving back is one of the ultimate ways um, to not only, uh, you know, grieve properly but to honor her memory. And the fact that you're doing this and for such a great cause and the amount of people that are going to be helped by this is really awesome. Um, So I just want to say real quick, September 23rd, Shremont Tabard, Chattanooga, Tennessee, ten PM. He plays some really cool music. You're gonna dig what he does. And uh I appreciate you coming on man. It was a pleasure talking to you.
4: Thank you for having me, man. Thank you so much. It's been, it's been great too. talking to you, Eric. Yeah, Eric, yeah,
0: it's and, been a thanks, pleasure.
4: Hey. Oh yes, you too. And, I, and go I, you by I the think way, you're my hero here. for David.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs>
2: Thank you. Absolutely and uh, we we, ch- we hit on the, the addiction part real quick, and I think that's something that we could probably cover in the future because I know there are a lot of people here on Team DDP Yoga that, that deal with, you know, various addictions or, or our, our pain management and something. And when we do that, uh, you know, Eric, I know you've worked as an addiction uh, counselor and certain things. I'd love to have you back on and kind of talk to that because there's a large group of people, not only in the world, but in Team DDP Yoga who, who battle that. So that might be an interesting topic to hit sometime. Oh, anytime, anytime, any any time. So, thank you so much. Um, Trail Mount Tavern, September 23rd, 10 p.m. ET, Eric Turner, uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Check him out. And check him out on Facebook, too. And uh, you have a website you want to plug real quick?
4: Yeah, acousticet.com. And then you can find all the links to Facebook and everything through there. And I have to say that Jen from Honeycomb Salon is going to be the one that's coming up and uh, cutting my hair, and I so much appreciate her. She is also a cancer survivor, so um, It's you know it's it's all around yeah it's it's a good thing it's a good thing.
2: Awesome. And I I would love to do my part too. Yes, thank you, Eric. I'd love to do my part too, but I'm going to donate because the care I could donate probably wouldn't fill a tiny Ziploc bag. So (laughs) I'm going to send some cash (laughs) to the to the to the cause and spare those uh, spare them having to count up my individual hairs. Um, (laughs) Thank you guys so much. Uh, Hayden, get some sleep, man. You've been working hard Thanks, doing mate. videos all day. Uh, all Crystal, one. thank you guys so much. Et, thank yeah. you. Uh, until next Thanks, week. Thanks, Hayden, for we, what we'll you're doing back. for the program, man.
3: No worries, buddy. It's always a pleasure.
2: Thank you guys so much. Until next week. Remember to never, ever, ever give up. up. See you guys. Bye. See
1: Bye.
2: Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, oh! Into the diamond cutter! I don't believe it! Wow. Diamond cutter oh. out of the powerbomb! We're
0: going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life